This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com or... It's time once again for another episode of the Drop Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going over the game recap of the Blues versus the Ducks. This is a very strange series between these two teams. When either team is at home, they dominate each other. The Blues dominate the Ducks at the Scott Trade Center, and the Ducks dominate the Blues at the Honda Center in Anaheim. So you're wondering, is this going to still stay this way? Will the Blues be able to increase their five-game winning streak? And the Blues basically are the hottest team in the league besides the Calgary Flames. The Calgary Flames have won 10 in a row due to some great defense and some great goaltending by Brian Elliott, who's really coming through for them to make a strong playoff push. With that being said, the Blues basically were the hottest team going into this game because before this game, Boston beat the Brian Elliott-less Calgary Flames 5-2. to two. So that snaps their 10-game winning streak. Would the Blues be able to get to six games or would Anaheim snap their five-game winning streak and stop it right then and there? The game would start very good for the Blues. I think they both uh, uh, looked very good, Anaheim and St. Louis. But uh, Anaheim would put some pressure on Jake Allen and they would take the lead five minutes and 42 seconds in. Tuzo on the ice. They weren't expecting that the Blues were going to do what they did. Blues puck in front is slammed home by Raquel. He's got his first 30-goal campaign in the NHL. Well, this is a quick stick on the forecheck for the Ducks that creates a turnover. Little flip into the corner, going back for it as Bo Mister. And it was Getzlaff. That reach of Ryan Getzlaff got a touch on the puck, deflected the puck right to Ricard Raquel. And all one motion. He's just so quick. He can handle the one-timer. Just a terrible giveaway uh, by Jay Bowmeister. Jay knows better than that. And it reminds me of the way Bowmeister was playing at the beginning of the year. You cannot make mistakes like this in your own end. They will cost you. And normally it comes back to bite you and it costs you the game. That would be Richard Raquel's 30th goal, the first time he has scored 30 goals in the NHL. Getzloff, man, just played a great game. Played great against the Blues in the last game, and so did Raquel for that matter. Getzloff gets his 44th assist, 5 minutes and 42 seconds, and Blues fans were down one to nothing on a costly mistake that should have never happened if the puck was cleared outright. You cannot fault Jake Allen on that one. Going into the second period, the Ducks would come out quickly, uh, with a one to nothing lead and try to add on to it, but Jake Allen would have no part of it. Just 41 seconds in. And now Kessler and Cogliano. They work it low. Comes right in front. Silverberg, a shot. And a save. Another shot. Allen has no idea where it is. And it goes out of play, but that puck was loose. The Blues weathered the storm. It wasn't a big storm, but. Uh, they weathered that little initial push in the second period by the Ducks, but I thought the Blues handled themselves very well and played well at the beginning of the first period. They would get a power play. It, they were looking decent on the power play, but Barbashev would give the puck up, and guys, 
You know, when you give the puck up and you've got players racing down the ice, something bad's going to happen, and it did. The Ducks got a short-handed goal. Knocks it loose. Cogliano off to the races. Pareko gets back, and Cogliano loses the handle. Now gets it back to Getzloff. He scores! You see the smile on Getzloff's face. It's because it's another turnover that leads to the scoring opportunity. Short-handed. Cogliano's got great speed, but Pareko does everything right. Gets in the right spot. Then the Blues give the puck right back to Cogliano. He drops it for Getzloff. And it is a perfect snipe up into the top corner. That was Barbashev, who was coming back into his own zone. Plays that a little casually. And Cogliano, a 10-footer to Getzloff, who buries it. Yeah, Getzloff did bury it. And, you know, you're not going to stop Getzloff from that area. Very rarely, unless he misses the net. The Blues came back, had an opportunity to get the puck out, but they just swiped at it. And again, guys, another mistake cost the Blues big time. These are the type of mistakes they were making under Hitchcock, and they made them last night, and you can't make them against a good team. And Anaheim is a good team. That shorthanded goal would be Getzloff's 14th, Cogliano's 17th assist, and it was 6 minutes and 37 seconds into the second. And I think it knocked the win out of the Blues a little bit, but they didn't give up. They kept pushing and kept pushing, and they tried to get past uh, Bernier in the second period, but he was having none of it. He'd make a great save around the 12-minute mark and one with about a minute 20 left to keep it a 2 to nothing game going into the third period. That's what Carlisle wants from that group. Petrangelo rips a one-timer, and somehow Bernier through the screen of Perron in front. Able to find that one. Nice defensive play by Schwartz, who now chases back into the Anaheim zone. Knocks it away from Getzloff. Bernier to the rescue with a wonderful glove save. Schwartz had that great opportunity, and Bernier just stoned him. Uh, I don't know what it is about Schwartz this year, but he is snake bitten. He's getting some great assists and moving the puck around, but he can't buy a goal. I don't think he could buy a goal if he if he was given gold. I mean, the guy's just been missing the net. And when he does hit the net, the goalie makes a good save. And you got you kind of got a feel for Jaden Schwartz. He's doing his best out there and working his butt off. But goals just aren't coming for him. But I'm sure they will eventually. Maybe he'll get hot in the playoffs, which the Blues are going to need some big play from him if, if they get into the playoffs. Uh, the Blues came out in the third period, I think, on a mission. I think they looked very good. Another great game. I don't think I've seen a bad game with the Ducks and Blues in a long time, and this one continued to be good. The Blues would finally, finally get something past uh, Bernier when Ivan Barbashev would uh, score a goal to make it a 2-1 to -one game and get the Blues closer and give them some hope for the second half of the third period. By Barbashev. He comes in, drops it to Payarvi. And a backhander, they score! Tipped in by Barbashev! And it's a 2-1 game! Oh, what a play! And Barbashev's right on the doorstep after Magnus Payarvi did a phenomenal job through the neutral zone. And then the backhand pass by Payarvi right on the tape. And Ivan Barbashev with a stick on the ice. There's the play by Payarvi. Barbashev gains the zone, drops it back to Payarvi. A little give and go right there. Oh, that is some good stuff. Beautiful, beautiful tip in by Barbashev. Kind of makes up for that little bit of mistake he made on that shorthanded goal, and it gets the Blues closer two to one. Also, Payarvi had a huge, huge part in that goal. 
with that perfect shot right towards uh, Barbashev's stick. That would be Barbashev's third goal, Payarvi's third assist, and like I said, it was 10 minutes and 8 seconds in. The Blues would not add any more offense to this game. They did their best, and with about 6-7 seconds left, Perron was trying to bang it in past Bernier, but he could not get the puck past him, and the Ducks win 2-1. to one. Let's go ahead and go over the game recap. With a 2-1 to one loss, the Blues fall to 36-28-5. With a win, the Ducks improved to 37-23-10. Shots on goal, the Blues outshot the Ducks 27-22. The Blues were 0-3 for 3 on the power play. The penalty kill was very good for the Blues. The Ducks had five opportunities and did not score at all on the power play, but they were able to get a shorthanded goal. Uh, the face-offs, 53% to 47%, so pretty even. Barbashev's goal is his third of the year. Payarvi gets an assist on that Barbashev goal, and Petrangelo had five shots. Jake Allen made 20 saves, but he played good enough to win. Just some mistakes by the Blues on the defensive end and letting that puck go out on that shorthanded goal. Uh, Raquel gets his 30th goal for the first time in his uh, NHL career. He reaches 30. Getzloff gets that shorthanded goal that just killed the Blues, his 14th goal of the year, an assist. Cagliano gets an assist, and Bernier, the Blues just really couldn't solve him very much, had a very strong game, and he makes 26 saves. So the Blues lose this one 2-1. to one. It ends their uh, five-game winning streak. Let's uh, hope that the Blues can get back on the winning column. I, you know, I'm not too concerned. I know some people get concerned after a loss, but guys, the Blues aren't going to win every game. And hopefully they can come back quickly because they have a game tonight against the Sharks at 9.30 p.m. And which goalie will we see? Will we see Carter Hutton or will we see Coach Mike uh, play uh, Jake Allen two games in a row? We'll have to wait and see what happens with that. I would imagine Carter Hutton would start. At least that's what I would do if I was him. Uh, but you never know with uh, Coach Mike. Let's go ahead and get into the postgame interviews where we hear from Barbashev, Stasny, and, of course, the coach. I mean, we didn't start the, the game great. Uh, we just started playing with the last 10 minutes in the game, and uh, it probably was uh, it was a problem in the game. But that's why we lost. But I don't know. But, uh, I feel like uh, the last 10 minutes was great, and the Wolves got the second goal to the game. Was it just kind of a carryover from an emotional win over Los Angeles two nights ago? Or? I don't know what happened. Like, uh, I, it, it felt like we started the game pretty good, but in the second period we just uh, kind of stopped playing. Uh, we gave up a goal in the power play, uh, just uh, started uh, doing uh, the turnovers, and uh, that's probably the, co- the cause of the game for us. Yeah, on their shorthanded goal, what happened? Because it looked like you were right there when he dropped the puck. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got the puck, and I was just trying to... To, to make like a, a soft chip to Bergy and uh, I hit the stick and uh, they got a turnover two on two and uh, they got a goal. It looked like you had a chance to get it back when he left a drop pass and uh, you and Yakupov yeah. kind of. Yeah, I think it's somebody got the stick on puck and it went back and I turned and uh, I kind of tried to block the shot, but it's, it just was a good shot, I guess. I didn't see the puck until I got it on my stick, to be honest. And, uh, I mean, it was a, it was a great, great play by Magnus, and uh, all I had to do is just uh, to put a puck in the net. It's going to be a tough game. It's uh, always a hostile environment, but, uh, you know, it's just little plays kind of make the difference. I think they capitalized on a couple little plays, and then uh, we're doing too little too late, and then at the end we couldn't uh, get any pucks through or generate any chances when it was 2-1. You did a good job of limiting the shots they had, but just yeah, a couple details that you've been... Team's been taken care of recently. Yeah, I mean it's just it's kind of a game of you know making plays or not making plays, and you know especially when it's uh, a 
a tight game like this, two teams are battling for playoff spots. I think it's always going to be one player doesn't make a difference. And, you know, obviously we, we did a good job kind of coming back and trying to get, get one there at the end. But uh, unfortunately, we couldn't uh, really muster any chances last maybe a minute and a half, two minutes. But the third period, in general, you seem like you brought the pressure. Yeah, I think, I think uh, we're kind of getting frustrated with ourselves a little bit. We weren't playing a bad game, but I think uh, we're getting too emotional within ourselves, and sometimes that, that, that negative energy kind of takes it away from our team. And uh, you know, we tried taking, trying to focus. You know, yeah, you're gonna be pissed off here and there, but you know, we gotta still support each other and we're playing together as, as a group of five guys, a group of 20 guys. So you know, when things aren't going well for a couple of shifts, it doesn't matter. It's gonna happen every game. We gotta find a way to stick with it and keep building on that. We came out, you know, considering that we're down down a goal, we came out with without the intensity that we needed, um, and it. Sh- Showed up in uh, our execution, showed up in uh, our inability to uh, create turnovers, to get on the forecheck. Um, you know, it was like we had, if we had one guy, he wasn't hard enough. And, and if he was, then the, the next guy wasn't to be found. So uh, we've got to find a way to be better tomorrow. Obviously, been a lot of games lately, but is there anything that you can look at as to why that intensity may have no, been lacking? It was, it was a concern, um, you know, and, uh, and, you know, you have an emotional game like we did against LA, and we we knew what was needed. And uh, it's one thing to talk about it, but uh, but we came out here um, without the same intentions as far as how we needed to play the game. Um, and for a period of time, we just got through it. And like you said, it was, it was the push was the push came too late. Just show up in like the lack of details on the two plays that that led to their goals. Yeah, well, I, for me, I mean. It, Turnovers happen. We talked about this. You know, you're going to give up the first goal, and, that, and mm-hmm. so that that's that's uh, that that stuff happens. And um, I, I I thought a real pivotal moment for for me was how we started the second period, um, and uh, not not just the first shift, but I mean I'm talking uh, the first five minutes of the of the second period. Uh, but I, I also I mean you look at that. We have a chance to to go on the power play. Um, and to even the game up, and I just didn't think we went out with a, a, enough urgency. Not only we did, did we not generate momentum and get enough attempts to the net, uh, but we also gave up a shorthanded goal, so obviously a big difference in the game there. To me, that was the difference in the game. That shorthanded goal really, really seemed to take a little bit out of the Blues. You know, you could just tell that they were still trying and working hard, but guys, when you give up a shorthanded goal like that, it does kill you. It kills any momentum you have. It kills you a little bit inside emotionally, and uh, the Blues did continue to push, but it just wasn't quite enough. You can't overcome mistakes like, uh, you know, Jay Bomeister giving up the puck there for the first goal and then a shorthanded goal against a team like the Ducks. It's just not uh, going to happen. The Blues, of course, like I said earlier, will play the Sharks tonight at 9.30 p.m. Central. The game will be on Fox Sports Midwest and KMOX Radio locally, and I think this is going to be a true test of the character of the Blues. Tough loss. They made a couple of mistakes. What team's going to show up against San Jose tonight? Are they going to be, you know, ticked off that they lost the game the way they did last night and come out and really play well to make sure there's no question about winning tonight? Or are they going to come out and be a little down about losing last night? And those questions will be answered in about eight hours. So get your popcorn, get your frosty beverages, get ready for a late game. Tell the wife you're going to be staying up late. Heck, Tell the wife to sit next to you and enjoy a frosty one with you and watch the Blues game. Or if, hey, if you're the wife and you like hockey and your husband doesn't, get the husband on the couch and get him a beer and make him watch the Blues game. With that being said, this is the Drop Podcast. I've been your host, Lance Descott. Until next time for the next game recap, the game that will be played tonight, the Sharks and the Blues. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night. 
Enjoy blues hockey tonight. And of course, let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about LineUpMedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at LineUpMediaGroup.com or at theofficialdrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go blues! This podcast was a presentation of LineUpMedia.fm.